Hi and welcome to the Cali Laws podcast where we discover spirituality together. Today I've got with me Basha who is a Reiki practitioner, Akashic record reader and a counsellor. But before we start, uh, she found a beautiful quote from Nikola Tesla. Hi everyone. So Nikola Tesla said, my brain is only a receiver. In the universe, there is a core from which we obtain knowledge, strength and inspiration. And that's what is called the Akashic field, the Akashic records. Beautiful. And that's what we're going to start with. So, yes, tell me a little bit about yourself first. So, hello everyone. Um, my name is Basha Yoshik, and um, I recently um, graduated counseling, so I'm counselor at the moment. And uh, before that, I was a Reiki practitioner and, um, and Akashic Records reader, as uh, Laura mentioned before. Definitely. Today we're going to specifically talk about the um, Akashic Records. So tell me, what is it? So, Akasha, in general, it means space and ether. So this is something um, we can't go, we can't open the door and just be in the Akashic uh, Records. As um, here on planet Earth, we are in the 3D dimension and the Akashic Records are stored in the higher realms. Mm. Where in the higher realms, there is no judgment, it's just pure unconditional love. So all the informations we receive from the Akashic Records are from this higher perspective of unconditional love and no judgment and no duality. So Akashic Records, they are also called Book of Life. Wow, that sounds beautiful. Yes, so that's mean in this Book of Life, which everything is stored about our soul, mm. it, our past lives, mm-hmm. as well all the experiences uh, we have lived in this life. So our past, our present and our future and as well the future possibilities of our soul. Right. So it's like when some people say like, oh, it's written, it's already written out, it's already written in the universe. Then that is sort of the Akashic ether. It's like the Google of your soul, basically. <laughs> yes, that's very well said. It is like a Google of our soul, like that everything is written about, uh, about us. As we know, our body is just uh, temporary and it is a vessel for our soul, which is infinitive. And it's, it's like, so in these records, it's all written from the moment we've been created as a soul. Right. Which is very, very fascinating and it's very interesting and we can mm. find out like everything, yeah. basically. Does it also store the physical past lives? Is it all the lives of the soul? Yes. Ah, yes. Wow. So everything. Yeah. Everything. everything. So we can go to our past lives and we can find out um, how those past lives influencing our life now, for example, because we do have some karmic uh, deeds and um, and the decisions what we made in the past lives, they yes. might affect us in this life as well. Right. So it's very like um, helpful to, to know what we've been doing in our past lives. Mm-hmm. And usually when we find out this, 
it all makes sense. It's just like incredible, like the, the, all the feelings we had, mm -hmm. it all just makes sense once we know our past lives as well. Right. So it, it's, all, it's almost like a therapy. You can use it in a therapeutical way as well. If people have struggles in their lives or um, are a bit stuck with themselves, then you can help to read their, their records. And perhaps it's like you said, karmic energy um, and you can discover patterns and that kind of stuff. But it's also quite interesting, mm -hmm. you're all a counsellor now as well. So that works really well together when you help people. Yes, to be honest, uh, whenever I do the Akashic readings, there is always, I need to use my counselling skills, which is mm -hmm. like amazing how those two things can go well together, how mm -hmm. psychology and spirituality, it, it should go well. And, uh, and I feel like, all people who are doing some psychological work, psychotherapy, they should uh, include the aspect of the soul because it's so important as we are a soul, yes. <laughs> basically. Yes, we are a soul. And how, how can it help uh, a person? How do you help a person? How does, how does a reading look like when they come to you? So, um, so how accessing Akashic uh, records can help us? It can help us in so many ways. For example... Um, if you want to find out how we can be aligned more with our soul, we mm -hmm. can also get the information access from the field, from the Akashic field. But also we can find out about um, if we are like feeling we are in some cycle and mm -hmm. uh, we are constantly doing the same things and we are trapped in the pattern right. and we don't know what to do. So from the Akashic field, from the Akashic reading, we can find out what is the root of the problem? So if someone has a relationship issues, financial issues, or even health issues, once we know the root of the problem, then we know kind of what to do and we're shifting our perspective. Right. So then when we know the, what is the root of the problem, then we can make different decisions. And by making different decisions, we get different outcomes. And this is how we can break out through the cycle, break out through the pattern we've been experiencing from our life. Right. Which is so important because it's, it's like karma, because once we, know, once we know the problem, once we know what we can change, mm. so it's, of course we have a free will. Yes. We can change this or we can be stuck forever. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we can choose. <laughs> yes. But once we have this information, it usually happens that we... We just we just changing and we making different decisions and then we no longer attract this type of people in our life the situation we in our life because we have learned the lesson yes what we had to learn it sort of like opens up your your life perspective and then hopefully with you helping the people to uh, read their records to put them on a different path. From their own free will because it's their yeah. own choice still and it's up to them if they want to listen mm -hmm. but I assume when they come to you to say Basha can you please help me with with this they are looking for something isn't it is they don't mm -hmm. yeah I, I assume they are people will always be looking for something for some answers yes yes and you can yeah. help them with that yes and um how um how do you access the records? Like, what is the what is there a ritual? Do you use tools, or how do you how do you do that? So myself, uh, when I started 
learning about the Akashic records, um, I found a book. Uh, it's a book of uh, Gabrielle Orr. Mm -hmm. uh, she is writing everything, like step by step, how you can access your own Akashic records. Ah. So, uh, and as well, I had a friend, she was also interested uh, with this, and we've been practicing on each other. Mm -hmm. And then I, I started practicing on other people. And I guess uh, once you read the book, then it just requires lots of practice mm -hmm. and belief. Yes. Because as well, what I have noticed, sometimes I was kind of like sabotaging myself. I was receiving vision, I was receiving like strong feeling, information, but then I was disbelieving it. Ah, so you're going against your own intuition, really? Yes, yes. I was like disbelieving. I was like, no, this is not true. Like, I think I'm getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so it just really requires like self-belief that mm. this, what you receive, is the truth. And as you said, it's like really being connected with your intuition and your instincts, believing them, that they are right. Right, okay. So um, if someone comes to your reading... Then you sit down, I assume, or mm -hmm. does the person have to lie down or sit? And it doesn't really matter their position. Uh, I mean, usually uh, I do readings via Skype oh, or, right. or okay. Zoom. So, yes. so we just, uh, so the person can sit down. They can just sit down. They yes. just ask me questions and then uh, I usually don't uh, see them. I don't look at them. I need to look up. Okay. So it's kind of the way I receive the visions. And then the moment I receive the vision or like very strong feeling in my body, I pass the information to them. So I pass the answer to them, what right. I have received. Okay. And do you have to have um, some sort of like clairvoyance or clairaudience for that that you, that you can only do? Or can everyone learn how to access the, re the records? This is the thing. This is our birthright. We all can do it. Uh -huh. We all can access it. It's just we need to believe that we can do it. Mm -hmm. And, and it just takes practice. Yes, right. And so where does it come from? When did it sort of start the history of the Akashic reading? Does it come from Buddhism or does it come from any religion or was it? To be honest, um, I, I just think it's, um, it's like doesn't, it's just been for being being there forever, for, oh. and each each kind of religion could take it and interpret in their own way right. and and word it in their own way. Mm -hmm. But at the end, it's like all all the same. It's all the same, yes. Yeah. And has it anything to do with chakras as well, with chakra chakra practice? Because uh, you talk about intuition and vision, I always think about like the third eye mm -hmm. comes to mind. And are they connected? Do you have to open up your chakras or is it a completely different discipline? Mm. Like from my point of view, how I um, understand this, mm -hmm. it's all really to do with our instincts and with our intuition. Because once we kind of believe in our intuition, mm -hmm. then it's easier for us to receive the messages. Uh, easier for us to understand them and uh, and we can receive them through vision or through strong feeling and it's like people say it's like a gut feeling or like it's instincts it's my instincts it's something like my intuition tells me something right. so this is those messages that comes from our field and it can be very easy for example um, people can start practicing connecting with their akashic field by asking questions 
Because the more we ask questions, then we receive the answer. But to receive the answer, we just need to be aware and observant of the environment, of what, what's going on. Because, for example, uh, we can ask ourselves a question. I want to know something and then like uh, for a few days forget about this question. And it may happen that we hear a song in the radio. Yes. And there are certain words that we just now know. This is it. This is my answer. Ah. Or we overhear a conversation of uh, some strangers talking and we just hear some sentence that we just know this is the answer. Or with a friend. The friend just tells us something straight away and it, it was like... Meant to be. Yeah. Right. So those kind of messages also come from the records. Yes. It's not literally here and then and only when you're connected to the record. It can be... Anytime, any place. Anytime, yes, any place. And uh, we are always connected. We're oh. just not aware of it. But right. now, well, if we talk about that, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we will, everyone will be. We are all, all connected to it. Right. We just need to work with it with mm -hmm. intention. Right. You have to channel like you have to channel it. Like when you do Reiki, that you also channel to certain vibes. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay, that's really interesting. So it could even be um, that you have multiple questions. There's so much going on. Well, if I talk mm -hmm. for myself, I've got so much going on in my head. And ideally, I want all the answers right now. But obviously, it's, mm. A, it's impossible for my brain to cope with all of those at the same time. But it could also be that the records then give me the answers when the time is right. Yes. Is that is that sort of how I can see it as well, that... that the the question the records know the questions that I have, mm -hmm. but they will not give it to me until the time is right, and then all of a sudden it's like boom, it comes into my head, and that's where the answer is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely. I feel this is this is how you said. Yes, that we receive the information when we are ready for them. Right, and that's as well. It kind of requires patience from us, mm. and how we can learn not to overwhelm ourselves with the answers we want to know. And this uh, takes the practice of being patient. Of being patient. Oh, that okay. we can get the message when we are ready for it. Yeah. And when you channel to the records um, at a specific time, when you do reading, can mm -hmm. it also be dangerous? Can you also either open up purgatory, for example, or could you also get um, warnings for your clients and that you decide not to give the information through? Like... Mm. When I receive the messages for my clients and the clients asking me for the message and I see the message, mm -hmm. I need to give them answer because it uh, came to me and I have to do it. Mm. Sometimes it happens that I just don't see nothing. So it's mean they're not meant to know yet. Right. If I don't see nothing, I can't figure it out. I can't make up myself nothing. Yeah. I just need to tell them I, can't, I don't see anything. So it's mean they are not ready. Right. But everything what I see, I need to pass it on, you, the information. Yes. Okay. When you open up the channel, can it bring mm -hmm. down evil energies or not? I mean, because this is energy work. Yes. So we are we are playing here with uh, different type of energies. And mm. there's uh, like totally different energies. And um, we just need to... That's why the intuition, it comes along because we need to feel it. Yes. And we need to be aware of it and we need to protect ourselves always mm. by uh, protecting our aura, closing our aura. So we are 
transparent mm -hmm. to other lower energies. So always when I do the reading for mm -hmm. a client, I protect myself, but also I make an intention for a client to protect their aura. So through, during the reading, we are all, all safe. Right, you protect Only yes. the good uh, the messages come from you know, from the good source, yes. not from some the bad the energies. bad energies that want to manipulate me and the client. Yes. So this is also some kind of uh, kind of like dangerous side of it, mm. but we just need to be aware of it. Yes. Yeah, and I think when you practice, like you said, you first practice on yourself, uh, so everybody can open their own their own records. Mm -hmm. um, and then you practice on friends, the people that you know that can sort of deal with it. And then you learn all the, the protections as well. Yes. The protection spells, let's call them that way. Um, so how can we open, uh, how can we channel to our own records? So um, we can start, people can start practicing, like I said, mentioned before, uh, like asking questions and seeing how the answer comes to them. But of course, if uh, like someone wants to, get the answer straight away and having like a strong vision and like knowing mm -hmm. straight away what is it. So this requires practice. So that mm -hmm. definitely I would start with the book of Gabriel Orr. Yeah. That's how I started. Then practicing on yourself uh, through the guidance of Gabriel Orr mm -hmm. and practicing on others and as well doing meditations and, and also what is important in this work to working on yourself. Because right. the more aware we are of ourselves, mm -hmm. then we are becoming a clear channel to pass the messages for others, for example. Ah, okay. Because then I pass it clear message I receive, mm -hmm. not through my ego or my own kind of wishes, what I want to say. It's yes. just a pure kind of channel. So yes. it's very important in this type of work. So the person, the therapist, work on themselves first. Yeah, so you have to be balanced, quite balanced and quite... Uh, you, you need to be able to be neutral yes. when you work with clients. Otherwise, you might manipulate yes. intentionally or unintentionally yeah. the energies and the messages coming through. Yeah. Well, that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And what kind of tools do you use to uh, protect yourself, actually? Do you use, like, sage or crystals or spells or... I also have uh, some of Italian lost crystals uh, before I always start <laughs> the reading. And I always recommend clients to have their own crystals, whatever they, they resonate at the moment. Mm. Uh, I uh, light the candle and I do meditation before. So the meditation, mm -hmm. uh, which I do before the reading, is for my protection. For mm -hmm. I just do like a visualization that I protect my energy field mm -hmm. and the energy field comes from my own heart I kind of like wrap it up myself with this energy and this energy it makes me transparent for the other energies yes so only pure light pure energy can come to me mm. and the same I visualize for the client as well as well yeah I think because you did tell me about your ritual before because I had a reading with you yeah and I asked about the protection and at the time, I was still having um, anxiety attacks as well. And when you told me about that you visualize when you're sort of transparent, mm -hmm. it really helped me in public places, especially mm -hmm. on the tube before Corona, where everybody's like a sardine yes. in these machines. 
um, I think it's a very good visualization to, mm. you know, to for protection. It's like I'm invisible, and these people are just, you know, they can't see me, they can't touch me, and everything. Yeah, and it's really helped me. It's a, it's a very beautiful for me. It really helped the visualization yeah. to calm myself down in very busy places mm. like the tube before Corona. That's amazing. It is very powerful. If mm. we really believe it, it's really powerful. Yes. And we need. It's very important to use the word as well, transparent. Yes. Transparent. To lower energies. It's like honestly, it's it's really working. It's really working. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And especially yeah to lower energies. Yeah, that's a good thing because the the good vibes you still want to get. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the lower ones that don't do you any good, uh, or they don't help you really. Then that that you're. You'll be transparent to them. Yes, yeah. That's a very good way, I yeah. think. So it's very helpful to people. It, it's a sort of a therapy from what I've learned mm-hmm. from you today. And how how do people find you or how, if they don't, you know, if they live in the other side of the world, for example, how would they find the right reader? Because I assume it's very important mm-hmm. to have a good reader. As a, how can people find you? Mm-hmm. And if they live on the other side of the world... How would they start to find someone else to help them with this? Mm. I guess uh, because everything is happening online, so they can still come to me. <laughs> online, yes. But as well, it's all in- intuition. Right. Like they need to resonate with the person. Mm-hmm. If they feel like, oh, something is wrong, I don't trust this person, then it's it's a no. Yes. It's just the feeling. If the person trusts, I think the trust is the most important because this is such a very sensitive things you know mm. someone going into your energy field yes definitely. it's very important to be aware who you let in your energy yes definitely yeah because you'll be very fragile you'll be yeah. very uh, delicate as well because they can see everything or not everything but a lot you can yes. see a lot yeah. and you have a beautiful uh, website it's called uh, healyourmindbodyandsoul.com i will also put that in the description for people and so people can contact you via your website as well. Via my website, mm-hmm. uh, my Instagram is uh, basha.josik. Uh, and um, yeah, people can find Mainly you. Mainly I'm on Instagram at the yes. moment. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. working still a bit on your website. And I do know you're also working with Becky, who we yes. had uh, earlier in the podcast at the second episode uh, for the Flow of Light community. Yes. And you also do the sound healing and you write meditations as well. And I said to Becky on the podcast, but you already know that I love your writing when you write meditations. She's very good people. She's very good. And um, yes, so the Flow of Light community, are you, is it also possible to do a Akashic reading for multiple people at the same time when you're in a, when you're in a circle or is it really a one-to-one thing? Uh, I mean, to get like a proper information, in-depth information, so it's one-to-one. Yes. And uh, in the circle, I guess, um, I guess I might receive messages from their Akashic field as well, but it comes like very, like through the intuition, more like a kind of more, I don't know how to say, more like in a subtle way, subtle way. Yes. Not like a proper vision, like when I do one-to-one, but more in the subtle way the information comes. Yeah. Well, yeah, in, in, the, um, in the circles you do the, the sound, a lot of sound healing yes. and, and the meditation, which is very good. I'll put the Flow of Light community uh, Instagram on the description as well. And there is something else you're going to do. You're going to do courses. Yeah. So uh, with Becky, we are 
we are working on lots of projects and we will be doing uh, courses as well around uh, how to access your own Akashic field. We will mm -hmm. be doing lots of teachings about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and Becky, she will be doing teachings uh, with Re about Reiki. Reiki yes. So uh, as well, many things uh, are awaiting us and, uh, and uh, upcoming Yes, very exciting. Yeah, we've got we've got some great people around us, isn't it? The, yeah. That we all work together in different courses. Uh, we all want to help people as much as we can in a different type of way, whether it's Reiki or I do crystal healing and the course is coming as well at some point. And yeah, you do the Akashic reading mm. and sound healing and it's it's such a beautiful community uh, that we ha we are building, right? It's yes. very beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Basha, about the Akashic Records. I think it's very it's very interesting. Like, it's hard to um, sort of have a vision with it because it's, mm. it's energy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely helpful to a lot of people. And I think that's the most important, that we all help each other and we can enhance each other's spirituality as well with that. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Italian Laws podcast. Next week, we talk to Glenis about how to connect to your spirit guides.